Yeah, fine. Start rolling. Let's get this shit over with. Jesus Christ. Electric candy in association with. Yeah, why don't you try and watch your language this episode? How about that? Why don't you go fuck yourself? How about that? Assault and flattery with Joel Dameron. They are hipster glasses. I see all the black players wear at NBA press conferences, which are ironically also worn by preppy white girls on Facebook. Hello, and welcome once again to another uproarious episode of Assault and Flattery. I am your host, Joel Dameron, and I'm coming to you live from the Assault and Flattery studios here in Durant, Oklahoma. So today's episode is going to be very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Today's episode is about one of my favorite subjects on the planet Earth. As a matter of fact, it might be my favorite subject on on the planet Earth. Um, It's at least top three. Um, It's a subject that's very near and dear to my heart. A subject that uh, is something that makes me live all right it's a, it, it's it's a, it's it's a topic that just makes it to where i can actually exist in the world it makes existence bearable for me um and that is the topic of sex that's right we're going to talk about sex today hold on hold on to your panties girls we're talking about sex i'm sorry that was very uh that was inappropriate um now today's subject is sex, and there's a there's a part of it that is for the ladies, and there's a part of it that is going to be for the men. So, uh, so yeah, listen closely, everyone. Um, I am also going to talk about uh, some uh, political and cultural issues on today's episode in the second half. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, this this idea of having pride in being from the South. Um, Because I I think it's it's a very important topic. Being someone who is from Oklahoma, and um, uh, which is a state that desperately uh, wishes it was the South, um, I feel like I can speak on this subject. Um, there is a certain amount of people in this country that have a, have a, a, a very large amount of pride that they are from the South. And um, there's, you know, you could say there's nothing wrong with that, but we'll get into that later. Um, we're also going to talk about um, how America doesn't really have a culture. We're also going to talk about that as well. Um, so if you're Southern and you're patriotic, which usually go hand in hand, uh, they used not to. There used to be a time when everyone was proud to be American and everybody was a quote unquote patriot. But now it's it's just the Southern people who are Republicans and conservative um, for some reason. But we're also going to talk about how America has no culture. So, yeah, if you're Southern and you're a patriot, you might want to tune out on that part of the episode. Uh Anyway, um, I, I, I realized 
we're going to go ahead and get into it now, in case you're wondering. I uh, I realized a few months ago, and and I won't say that it's the first time that this dawned on me. I'm not I'm not a fucking moron. It, it's just that I finally fully realized and grasped completely the idea of the fact that women are just not going to like sex as much as men. And I know some of you women out there are laughing at me going, oh, Joel, you're so dumb that you didn't know. And some guys out there are going, what? No, they like it as much. I saw, I saw it in porns. They, they like it. I've seen it. They like sucking dick. Um, it, it, it finally fully, I, I finally realized it. And, it, and I got to be honest with you, it hurt me deep in my soul. It really did. Because I am a person who has spent my entire um, teenage and adult male life um, trying as hard as I can to pleasure women as much as humanly possible. Um, I don't know where that comes from necessarily, uh, psychologically. Usually I, I explore those issues because I am very a very self-aware person who likes to focus almost too much on my uh, self and uh, my true self and where things come from. Um, but I, I, I don't think I've quite explored that yet. Um, but for some reason, I really, really love pleasuring women um, sexually. Uh, I think it's something that, that makes my uh, self-esteem go up. Um, uh, but here's the thing with that. Um, if you're a person, if you're a guy who really likes to pleasure women sexually because it makes your self-esteem, uh, raise, here's the problem. When you don't pleasure a woman, when you're not successful at pleasuring a woman sexually, it just tears down your entire existence. So I, I would be careful about that. If you're a teenage boy listening to this, who really wants to, uh, pursue that life um i thought for the longest time if i could just be really amazing in bed um women are going to love me um and want me uh and and i and i'm not talking about just sex i'm not talking about just being good at actual sex penetration penis and vagina i'm talking about being good at, at everything every part of the sexual experience because i i want to give a complete sexual experience so um when i was in high school the first thing that i started trying to get good at consciously was kissing of course uh and uh you know i was a late bloomer in uh in all aspects of the word um, so I didn't really have sex for the first time until I was 16. And, um, you know, I feel like that's a pretty decent age. I feel like that's a pretty, you know, that's, uh, it's pretty solid. I think some people, you know, lost it when they were like 13 or something, which is, <laughs> you know, um, uh, that definitely couldn't have been me. Um, or people that lost it when they weren't uh, until they uh, they didn't lose it until they were like 20 or 25 or something. Um, but I was 16 and uh, she was a very um, I mean, I don't think she's going to be listening to this. So I'll just be honest with you folks, because that's what this show is about. Honesty. 
Um, she wasn't a very attractive girl. Um, and I think when you're when you're like me and you're an average looking guy who could uh, if he's in great shape and uh, has all the best situations possible, could be good looking at the at the very least. Um, when you're just an average looking guy, uh, that, that's what happens. Your first your first encounter is usually just an awful uh, haze of grossness and you just want to forget about it. Um, but I certainly remember it. And, uh, uh, I lasted, I think all of about, uh, 12 seconds, maybe. Um, it just wasn't, it, it was terrible. It was a terrible thing. <sighs> anyway, the first thing I started trying to get good at was kissing. And, um, you know, uh, I learned very quickly there's little things you can do that uh, generally uh, girls tend to like when you're kissing. Um, and I got better at that. And then uh, the second thing I, <laughs> I spent a lot of time trying to get better at uh, was fingering. Yeah, that's... Uh, listen, when you're, when, you're in, <laughs> when you're in high school or middle school... Uh, and it's, listen, I'm old folks. I'm old. Okay. So fingering is, uh, was a regular part of my, uh, uh, sexual, uh, maturation process. Uh, fingering is just, uh, you know, some of you may be going, I haven't done that since I was in middle school. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of you don't remember a time when you didn't have cell phones, you fucks. I lived in a time when the picture phone did not exist, all right? I lived at a time when no one took selfies, all right? When you couldn't send nudes, okay? That wasn't a thing when I was in school. When I was in middle school, the only people who had cell phones were like teachers and stuff. And they didn't even have cameras on them at all. They were like the old school digital ones that only had like... You know, there was only two colors. There was like a weird green and a black. And the black was little squares. And that's how you could see to type in stuff. And it had that game snake where you could... Anyway, um, when I was in high school, not very many of my friends had cell phones, period. Um, I got my first cell phone for a frame of reference for my high school graduation. And it was a Motorola Razor phone. <laughs> so... That wasn't a thing when I was in high school. When I was in high school, you actually had to have game and you actually had to have talk to someone over the phone. Okay? So the first thing, the other reason that I wanted to be good at fingering was because um, today I've noticed it's kind of a thing and has been for a, a number of years where the girl just either wants to fuck or she doesn't want to fuck. And if she says yes, she wants to fuck, then you just go and you fuck. There's not a whole lot of kissing. There's not a whole lot of foreplay. Uh, it's just sex, which to me is just craziness. I think that sounds uh, ridiculous. And uh, I, you can't possibly get in all of the sexual pleasure that you want by just penetration, by just having sex. It's just not possible. I'm sorry, but there's a whole uh, process to it, all right? Anyway, the the reason I stuck with fingering is because <clears throat> you couldn't get a girl to always have sex with you. That wasn't that was not a given by any means. You could get a girl to make out with you, and uh, if you could get her to make out with you, then you could finger her or 
uh, get a hand job. Uh, blow jobs were a lot more rare. Again, we're dealing with a time, folks, when this wasn't just ex- sexual stuff is so heavily like just a casual, accepted, done thing by teenagers these days. When I was in high school, it was just a lot harder than that, folks. All right. Giving head was still really gross, and every girl thought it was really gross. Okay? Oh. Anyway. Um, so, if you could get a girl to make out with you, you could finger her. But you couldn't always have sex with her. So, I just started just, you know, just tearing through my my <laughs> my high school. Uh, <laughs> it's four grades of girls, you know, that you have to deal with. Um, and when I was a freshman, uh, the only girls that I dated were seniors. And when I was a senior, the only girls that I dated were freshmen, uh, except for one, which was in my grade. But, uh, you know, because uh, <laughs> I learned everything I could from the senior girls as a freshman and then brought it back to the freshman girls who were a whole different breed of girls and knew nothing uh, and just destroyed, just annihilated. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, you, you could guaranteed get get makeouts. You could guaranteed get hand jobs. You could guaranteed get to finger them, but you but you couldn't get sex all the time. So I worked to be just and and I got to where it was just I was this girl Monday night, this girl Tuesday night, this girl uh, Thursday night, this girl Friday night, this girl Saturday night. Um, like it, it just it got kind of uh, crazy. I wasn't having sex with all of them, but I was definitely messing around with all of them. And if I could, uh, the number of people, to give you an idea, the number of people that I've had sex with, I feel like is a really high number. And it's embarrassing to me, frankly. Um, it's, it's, uh, I don't, I don't want to say the number it's in the double digits, which, which gives you anywhere from 10 to 99. I understand, but it's not in the triple digits or anything like that. I mean, we're not talking like Wilt Chamberlain numbers here where it's like 5,000 or anything, any bullshit like that. But, um, I feel like it's pretty high for a regular person for just a regular general person like me. I feel like it's a pretty fucking high number and I'm not very proud of it or happy about it. But uh, the number of people that I messed around with, uh, which is, you know, um, fingering, hand job, blow job, making out, uh, anything more than making out, I will count towards this. Um, the number of girls that that has happened with is easily like three or four times larger than the number of people I've had sex with. So it's it's uh, it's embarrassing. It really is. Uh um, I, I spent a lot of time, so yeah, I spent a lot of time learning how to kiss well, and then I spent a lot of time learning how to finger well, and I got that down. Um, sex was not something I tried because it just wasn't happening very often. But once I got to be, um, a junior and senior, that started to happen a lot more often. But, it, um, in between that, I started, uh, well, that came later on. I I, I started uh, having sex with more people a junior and senior year of high school. And that's when I really started to focus on how can I be good at actual sex? Because at that time, I was awful. I mean, I was just, you know, I was like a lot of guys are. I was like the vast majority of men are uh, grown adult men, which is... Um, you just do it until you come and it lasts anywhere from a minute to... 
10 minutes maybe if you're lucky and then that's it and it's over and you're certainly it's awkward and you're certainly not getting any uh, you're not giving any pleasure to the woman by any means the thing I've always found awkward about sex is bodies body structures because if your body doesn't match up with the person you're having sex with and this is something that, that, that no one tells you because we don't talk about sex in this country because we're so ashamed of it Here's a sad truth about having sex, folks. For the, those of you who are young and listening, here's a sad truth about sex. If your body doesn't match up with the other person's body, uh, you're kind of fucked <laughs> because you're limited to a very small number of positions. And I, I hate to say it. Um, of course, <laughs> of course, I have a friend, ladies and gentlemen, and you guys tell me if this is normal. Remember, you can email me with any questions or comments at assaultandflattery at yahoo.com assault and flattery all three words spelled out all lowercase assaultandflattery at yahoo.com you can email me your comments on this because I'd like to know I have a friend okay uh, I will say it, me and Landry Miller uh, who runs this network podcast network uh, me and Landry Miller have a friend who just told me the other day that uh, his entire life has been spent having sex with girls um, and having sex with them for, uh, you know, like 30, 40, 50, an hour, uh, 30, 40, 50 minutes, an hour of straight sex, with which is I thought was pretty good. I thought it was pretty impressive. But then he told me that he spent that entire 40 minutes or however long in one position. <laughs> oh, I, is that normal, folks? I don't that doesn't feel normal to me at all. Is that am I the only one or is that just a normal thing? Do guys, do you just uh, girls, do you guys, do you have sex in one position for an extended amount of time? To the point that it's ridiculous. Girls, do you find that, that that happens a lot? Because the guys just jump on missionary and just hit that for a good 40 minutes? Because that seems silly to me. And, and, and that friend would tell me, well, they didn't come, but like I felt like... And I'm like, well, you know why they didn't come? I just found this out. And then I was like, you know why they didn't come? It's probably, it's probably because you did the same boring position for 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. Switch it up. Some positions just don't work at all for girls. They're just, they just don't feel good at all. They're just sitting there getting poked. It doesn't feel good. So, I mean... Switch it up. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, you guys tell me if that's normal at assault and flattery at yahoo.com. Because I, I, that sounds crazy to me. Um, anyway, so uh, then I finally started having to figure out how to get good at sex. And, and then, of course, the big problem was lasting long enough. And, you know, anyway, I finally overcame that. But by the time I got into college, I had gotten pretty comfortable at doing what I was doing um, and pretty good at it. And I started to focus on uh, the psychological aspect of it. The whole game of uh, game, if you will. Uh, and that was very interesting because that's when I started to get into the PUA world, which is the pickup artist 
world. Um, there was a show, some of you may remember, on VH1 uh, called The Pickup Artist, and it was hosted by a guy named Mystery who was really goofy looking, uh, but would teach these losers how to pick up girls. And it was silly, it was goofy, but I, I heard about it, I think, slightly before, I heard about it before that show came on and started researching it. Um, and got the book that he wrote about it. And it was very interesting. I mean, basically, uh, basically all it is is just social engineering. I mean, it's just social, uh, social engineering based upon the types of, of people that exist in the world and the, the general personalities you can usually find in women. Um, it's, I mean, it's not necessarily complicated and it's uh, more common sense than one might think, but when it comes to talking to women and um, getting them to have sex with you, guys are just fucking morons about it. They're just useless. Um, and so I started to get to the, I mean, it's just basically also sales. It's basically a sales technique that he's using to pick up girls. And it reminded me very much of the sales class that I took in high school. Um, uh, it was just very, I mean, it's very similar to the sales process. It just is, uh, you know, and it's, and it's the fact that I learned how to sell something as far back as high school and how that, how it's a process, a literal scientific process that's psychologically manipulates people's minds and you learn how to control them temporarily in order to get a sale. Once I learned how to do that, and then I learned how to do the same thing to women, manipulate their emotional uh, wants and needs in order to get sex out of them. Um, you know, it's those things that when Donald Trump ran for president, I was like, yeah, I'm not falling for this. This is fucking bullshit. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I can see this 15 miles away. I learned this in high school. I use this to fuck girls. And you're trying to use it to be president? Come on. Oh, stop playing, Donald. Uh, but that's why I thought that is because I've had so much of this sales training ingrained into me. Um, but I, I started learning how to pick up girls, and that became my big point of mastery. Um... And then I started trying to sleep with as many girls as I could. And, you know, uh, most of the time your pickup game works. Sometimes it doesn't. Whatever. If you try with ten girls and you get seven of them, then you're successful. I, I guess if you get five, you're successful, really. But um, So it got horrible and it got to a point um, in my life where I was still trying to do that. And... I met my first wife, and uh, that didn't uh, it didn't go well. Uh, I ended up cheating on her a bunch, and uh, <laughs> uh, we split up. And I met my second wife, and uh, I ended up cheating on her a bunch. Uh, uh, and then it took years, folks. It took a, a long number of years to get all of that shit sorted out psychologically inside of me. Uh, not to mention the physical um, kind of toll I had it had put me through. Um, <clears throat> it took a long time, and me and my current wife, which is my second wife, uh, spent a good four years at least just 
sorting through that. So uh, kudos to her for sticking it out. Um, and now I have finally solved that. And then we finally got married and now things are good. Um, but by God, that took a long time. I mean, Jesus. Uh, uh, but I'm glad that things are fixed now. But uh, in, in finally getting to back to a normal state of sexual <laughs> sexual existence, I, I realized a few months ago, because I'm still... It's, I mean, it's a day at a time thing. It's, it really is like being uh, an addict. Um, and I, I really had become addicted to uh, sex and all of the things that goes along with sex. It's not uh, necessarily that you're a sex addict. It's that you're addicted to all of the things psychologically that sex makes you feel when you uh, can get sex from somebody. And uh, it took a long time. So it's a day at a time thing. It really is like being an addict. And But it, things are finally better now. And uh, it's good. But I realized not too long ago that, uh, that women simply do not want the same thing sexually as men do. That women are never going to feel the same way about sex that a man does. It's just not going to happen guys. I know that uh, as men, we have this dream image ideal that we've been um, given through movies and porn that there's this woman who's just going to be sexy and awesome and hot and she's just going to come in and be like, mm, I'm just ready for you. I want you all the time. Ah, uh, that's just, it's not, it doesn't exist. That's not going to happen. The only way it would exist is if you paid for it because she was a hooker. That's, that's, that's it. And if, if you're a woman out there and you're, and you're a prostitute, Hey, I'm fine with what you do. I, I don't care. I think it should be legal everywhere. I don't have a problem with it, but, uh, I, I'm just telling you, men, that, uh, the only way you're going to get a girl to be like that is if uh, a she's she's a hooker or b um, there's something wrong with her emotionally, and uh, I know some of you women out there are going well. Wait a minute, Joel. Wait a minute. I like sex. Uh, I like sex a lot, and I like to have it a lot. There's nothing wrong with me. Well, first of all, let's not rule out that there's nothing wrong with you. But what I'm talking about is that there is such a thing as nymphomania. It exists. There are girls who are nymphomaniacs, who are very damaged psychologically, uh, and that damage occurred to them in a sexual way. So they're psychosexually damaged people. Uh, and because of it, they want to have sex constantly, all the time, because they have a weird guy type of thing going on inside their brain where they need sex as approval. Okay. That that's, that's not normal. It's not regular. It's, it means you're damaged. So if you're a girl and you just really love to fuck all the time and you really, really just like dick in your mouth or inside you all the time, you, you, there might be something there might be something wrong with you you might have a little damage and and here's the deal that's that's fine 
Okay, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people in general uh, are damaged. Okay, most people are damaged, um, <clears throat> but not everybody is damaged in a way that it affects them uh, sexually. So, guys, you're never going to find a girl that just genuinely loves sex as much as we do. It's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Um, girls, you may think you want sex as much as we do. There may be some of you out there who say, no, I'm totally like a guy sexually. I'm just, you know, I'll, I want dick all the time. I'm a guy sexually. It's just, it's just how I am. Listen. My wife has a very high sex drive for a woman, and I mean very high, and she's still not, she still doesn't want it as much as I do, and there's a very simple reason that she doesn't want it as much as I do, that, that every, practically every woman doesn't want it as much as practically every guy, and, and it's called testosterone. Okay, guys have a, a much higher amount of testosterone in their body, which uh, biologically makes them stronger physically, makes them more athletic physically, more agile, and it makes them want to fuck all the time. Because biologically, our bodies don't understand that it's not the year 1100, and they think that we need to fuck constantly so that we can constantly impregnate as many women as possible so that we can have as many children as possible so that the human race can survive and not disappear and not be extinct. That's what our bodies think, women. Okay? And that makes us, the, the testosterone and that, that DNA makeup there makes us want to fuck all the time. It's annoying, frankly. I, I, I'm, I don't think it's awesome. I'm here to tell you that it's annoying, ladies. It's annoying. I don't, I don't want to, to fuck every single day. But for some reason, my penis and my body wants to fuck every single day. Just about every single day. I mean, some days I'm really depressed. My testosterone is pretty low, and I'm a day away from having to take my injection. And I feel like shit, and I feel depressed, because that's what happens when your testosterone drops way down. But sometimes that's how I feel, and I don't feel like fucking on that day. But every other day, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm ready to go. And it's terrifying, and it's annoying, and I hate it. And... There are, I have met women um, that wanted to fuck all the time, but they were severely damaged as well. Um, so, you know, I, I, but I have met women that did like to do it a lot. My wife has a high sex drive, has a high female sex drive and wants to do it. Uh, there's at least one day a week when my wife comes in and it's just like you better take off your fucking clothes and get on that bed because I'm about to wear that dick out I mean <laughs> oh, I'm sorry honey if you're listening but uh, but <laughs> there's at least once a week where that's the case there's at least once a week where I get a text and, and she's like you better get that cock ready because I'm fixing to come home and break it off no <laughs> it's not that <laughs> it's not that violent it's usually me who insinuates the encounter but but uh there is at least once a week where she's just ready to go um but 
I so I've met girls that do have a high sex drive that do want it. But the other thing is, you get in a relationship with these girls because you think, oh, they they want to do it all the time. And then inevitably, and ladies, you know what I'm talking about. After you've been in a relationship with someone, after you've gotten over the honeymoon phase and you've fucked like 50 or 60 times, you know, you got the sex that you wanted. I understand, you know, you got to understand, guys, uh, women, um, they're not the same. So a woman cannot have sex for like six months and be like, man, I'd really, I'd really like some dick. And then she gets in a relationship with a guy and has sex and they do it a whole bunch because she hasn't had any in like six months and they do it a whole bunch for like the first you know three or four months that they're together and then gradually it starts to slow down and she's had that sex she wanted and it comes back to normal which is you know eh, i don't feel like doing it today men it, that's the craziest part about that to me is that men cannot really say no they like, they get this feeling in their balls that goes into their dick that takes over their entire wave of existence and their mind and and keep in mind this is the general population of men this is not every men or every man obviously but it's the general population and women you got to understand this nine times out of ten this is what you're dealing with um, the feeling starts in the balls and then it goes to the dick and then it takes over the mind and then you can't think at all. You are just stuck because you can't think. You, you can't do anything. You can't, you can't do your laundry. You can't pay your bills. You can't even function as an adult in a world because you need to fuck something. It's not that you need to... I mean, really... I think what it is is that you need to come. You need to release that seed uh, in the hopes that it's impregnating something. But but you can't do anything or concentrate until you take your dick and shove it into something and fuck it. It's just that's just it's it's painful sometimes, women. It's painful, and I don't think that you understand that. That that's what the feeling is like. It's uncontrollable, and you can It's it just will not leave you alone. It just sits there in your mind, no matter what you're doing. Going, hey, um, that sounds cool. A hamburger sounds good. You know what else sounds good? Your fucking dick in a vagina. That's just it's I I it's, uh, you know, it's uncontrollable. I I you it won't leave your mind until you fuck. Okay, and and if you're a guy, you know this. There is no moment in time where your mind is more clear than it is right after you've came. It's that is the ultimate moment of clarity in your mind. If you're a guy, um, there's this weird study that they did with dolphins. Like I don't know if you guys know anything about dolphins. But the latest studies uh, done by people who study animals uh, <laughs> on dolphins, uh, they've found that dolphins are easily as smart as human beings, which is like it's weird to think about. But dolphins are as smart as human beings and in some cases smarter than human beings, which is very bizarre to me. But dolphins, they think that dolphins may be um one of the smartest of all 
animals, period. Um, but they think they're easily as smart as human beings. And the only reason they can't communicate with us as well as we can communicate with them is because they just can't speak. They don't have lips, so they can't actually speak like we speak, so they can't communicate with us. But dolphins are apparently very similar uh, intelligence-wise to human beings. And there was this study they were doing with these dolphins, and there was a lady scientist who actually lived with a dolphin in her house. And the dolphin would swim around her house. Her house was like filled with water up to like five feet. And then the dolphin would just swim around in it so that she could interact with the dolphin all day. And she would give the dolphin these puzzles to solve. And the dolphin, you know, would solve the puzzles and they would progressively get harder. Well, she found that there were certain days when the dolphin just he couldn't concentrate the dolphin couldn't concentrate couldn't do the puzzles and she didn't know why and then she realized quickly that because the dolphin was very similar to because the male dolphin is very similar to a regular human male and so she would uh, manually masturbate the dolphin until it came and then as soon as she did that the dolphin could concentrate and finish the puzzles and work. And it sounds sick and disgusting, folks, but it's just a biological way of life. Uh, you know, as a male, we're just like that. We're just like that dolphin. If, if we want, you know, if it's time to for us to fuck, if we want to fuck, then, you know, we can't fucking do anything. We can't concentrate. I know I can't. I can't concentrate on anything. I can't get anything done. And then as soon as I come, boom, I'm ready to work. I'm ready to go. I can I can concentrate on whatever you need me to concentrate. Let's go. It's time. It's it's time to work. Okay. That's just how guys are. Ladies, I know that you think, well, man, when I haven't had any dick in, you know, two or three months, I get really feisty, you know. And if I was to withhold sex from my wife um, for, you know, a week, even if she was allowed to masturbate in that time, if I was to withhold it from her for like two weeks, she would be in an atrocious mood. She would be just angry and upset and hateful and it would be awful. But it's still not the same. Like, you got to understand, ladies, if you couldn't have sex for like, you know, I, I, I don't know, a month. I, I feel like a month is a long time, ladies. Everybody is different. So you may be, you know, a month for you may be, you know, six months or maybe a year. Uh, women women fluctuate from having really low sex, dri sex drives to to high for a woman, which is still low for a man. So I, I don't know. I don't know what, what your time is, but, uh, I'm, I'm a general length of time. Like if you're, if you're constantly having sex at least once a week, ladies, and then you don't have sex for two months, that feeling that you start to get there where you start to get irritable and angry and you don't know why. And then you realize, oh, it's cause I haven't came in like two or three months, you know, um, that feeling is what men get after a day. Like when it's time to go, if, if they have to wait a day, oh, that's that's they, I, you literally I, I don't know how to explain it to you, ladies, but you literally can't get anything done. It's awful. It is just it's terrible. OK, because it is such it is such a necessity for men to have sex and to come that it just it's just there it's like it's like uh brushing your teeth or doing laundry or taking a shower it's just a natural part of the daily 
physical routine that men want to have constantly. Um, and ladies just aren't the same. And, and ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Don't try and act like, you, you know, you're the same. You know you're not the same, okay? Because it's, it's magical to me that men can't control it, but women have this ability to, to, if you asked a woman, would you like to have sex now? Or would you rather go home, eat some ice cream, and watch Netflix by yourself in some sweats and a t-shirt with no bra? Like, if you asked a girl that, they have the actual ability to go, well, wait a minute, let's see now. I haven't had sex in about six months. I really want some dick. I really need to come. But let's see, if I had sex, I'd have to take off all my clothes. I don't feel great. I'm kind of bloated. I think, you know, I think I would rather just go home, have some ice cream, put on some sweats and a t-shirt with no bra and watch Netflix. I, I think that would, that sounds, that's, that sounds better. It sounds more comfortable. See, that, that is not even in the realm of possibility for a guy. I think that is, and I'm not saying that it makes you less equal women. I'm saying I actually think it's amazing. I wish I had that ability. I wish that I could wake up in the morning and go, oh, God, I'm fucking, I'm really horny and my dick is super hard. I, I, you know what? I don't think I want to have sex. I think I'd rather just chill today and, you know, watch Netflix and play some video games and just hang out. I think that would be, see, I, I wish that I could do that, but I can't. Because I'm a guy, and I have a bunch of testosterone in my body. Okay? I, it's, I'm sorry. I wish that. I think it's amazing, but it's mind-blowing to me that women can do that. That they have the, the sheer ability to think about it and go, Nah, I don't, feel like, eh, I don't feel like doing it. And then it just goes away. It just stops, and they can do something else. Because like, that's not possible if you're a guy. And that's why I think, ladies, and if and if you, seriously, ladies, I want you to think about it. I want you to think about if you're in a relationship with a guy or you've ever been in a relationship with a guy, I want you to think, ladies, about how annoying it is that the guy wants to do it all the damn time and that he won't stop and that he's like, can we do it tonight? And you're just like, ugh, I don't feel like doing it, Rick. I really don't. And then Rick is just like, oh, come on, baby, just a quickie. Let me just put the head in. Let me just put the tip in. Come on, baby, just a little bit. And, and you're like, Rick, seriously, I don't, I'm tired. I don't feel good. I just want to go to sleep. Seriously. And then Rick's like, well, then how about you give me some head? How about that? How about you, give, you just give me a little head? And, and, the, and you're like, Rick, seriously, I'm fucking tired. I don't have time. Like, seriously, Rick, I'm fucking tired. I don't have time for this shit. Fucking go jack off in the other room. Ladies, how many times has that happened? Ladies, isn't that just fucking annoying? Isn't it annoying? I think it's annoying, and I'm a guy. I mean, isn't that fucking annoying, ladies? Isn't it ridiculous? And before we get into this, let me just say something about masturbation. Here's the deal about masturbation. Because you may be thinking, girls, well, why don't you just go jack off, Joel, huh? Why don't you just go in the other room and jack off? Oh, that. You know, well, you know, I, I don't know how to... Ja jacking off is disgusting, okay? It's gross. Masturbation is just... It's so pathetic. 
It's so pathetic and disturbing and gross and human. It's just so gross. I mean, what are you, a fucking animal? You're just gonna, you realize that gorillas and stuff jack off? Wait, you just sit there like an ape and wrap my hand around the shaft of my penis and move it up and down until I can come and then I finally feel better. You know how fucking ridiculous that is? That's ridiculous and gross and disgusting. And I can tell you right now, every time I jack off, it's it feels just gross. It's so gross. After I get done, I'm just like, oh, God, I fucking hate myself. It's like it's like if I was a drug addict and then I just did like 27 lines of coke and I'm like, oh, and then I feel good. And then I get done with it. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, I've just done 27 lines of coke. What the fuck is the matter with me? I have... I, I, I have a problem with eating, and if I if I try to diet too hard, I end up going to like restaurant and getting like forty dollars worth of food, and then just sitting there and stuffing my fucking fat face with it for two hours, and then I just feel like a giant piece of shit afterwards. That's how I feel after I masturbate. It's exactly the same, like because you, you know. When you want to fuck, you, you want a body there. You want a body there, and you want it to be the girl you like, or a girl you at least think is awesome, or something. And you and you want to just you just want to be inside her. You want to penetrate her deeply and have this physical connection. And it's and then when you take all that away, and you're just sitting at a fucking computer watching some girl get fucked by a guy with a dick that's probably bigger than yours and 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 you're just sitting there rubbing your shaft back and forth until you come like what what is that that's fucking ridiculous what is, that's shameful that is just awful what a, i'm going to what am i a fucking animal that's disgusting it's disgusting all right and i know there's some guys out there that are like i don't care i don't i don't mind jacking off and listen I have a wife that's like, hey, jack off as much as you want. Watch as much porn as you want. Whatever porn you want to watch, how much ever porn you want to watch, don't care. You can even buy sex toys. I don't care. Jack off as much as you want. Doesn't bother me a bit. And I'm like, what the hell is the matter with you? What is the matter with you? Because it is disgusting. And I feel disgusting after I jack off. It's awful. It is just absolutely awful and pathetic. And I feel like... I, I'm a person who feels like, you know, uh, being intelligent is a good thing. Being strong-willed and having morals is a good thing. And, and I feel like if I can't either A, control myself, if I, if I can't A, fuck an actual girl that I love, which is my wife, and have a real emotional connection with her... And have our bodies become one solid piece of flesh and actually make love and it be beautiful, uh, then I can certainly just wait until that's possible. And if I can't wait until that's possible and I have to go into the other room and still I can squeeze some semen out of my penis so that I can feel better and work, I think that's pathetic. I think that is absolutely pathetic and disgusting. Okay, and I know that's hard for girls to understand. I know they can't wrap their mind around that. Why I would find that disturbing. I just I do. It's gross and pathetic. And and I'll tell you what. I have friends that are guys who I've asked this to, and they feel the same way. 
my two best friends I know for sure. One of them doesn't masturbate at all because it's absolutely pathetic. And the other one masturbates every once in a great while when he just absolutely has to. But he'll go like three or four months without masturbating, without coming, just because it's so disgusting to sit there with yourself holding your cock like a fucking animal, rubbing it back and forth till you squirt out some jizz so you can actually function. It's just, it's pathetic. It's pathetic and disturbing. I'm sorry, but it is. I don't know. It's gross. <sighs> anyway, ladies, what I'm saying is think about how when you're in a relationship, the guy wants to do it all the time, constantly, and you're just like, I, I just want to go to sleep, man. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I'm bloated. You know, I just got done having my period. I just got done bleeding out of my vagina for a week because parts of my inside lining were tearing off and falling out and uh, egg that I have inside me that's supposed to, you know, create other humans uh, wasn't used. So now it's crumbling up into little pieces and bleeding and falling out of my genitals. I kind of just don't feel like doing it, Rick. Okay, I just got done with a week of that. And I still feel bloated, and I feel like I look fat as fuck right now, and I don't feel good. I'd rather just take my goddamn bra off, put on a big t-shirt, and go the fuck to sleep, because I don't feel good. Yeah, think about that, ladies. Think about that. You know that's true. You know that's true. And if it's true, if that is true, if you've ever experienced that at any point in time in your life, ladies, the, uh, the, the relationship where you don't want to do it and they do and they're bugging you about doing it and it's really fucking annoying because you just don't feel like it. If that's ever happened, ladies, then it is unfortunately true that you will never like sex as much as a guy does. Sex will never mean to you what it does to a guy fellas a girl will never like sex like we do and if she does there's something wrong with her or you're paying her it's sad but it's true and for me to find that out was the worst one of the worst feelings I've ever felt in my life because I spent all of my adult life trying to pleasure adult women sexually more than they've ever been pleasured in their entire life. And I realized that you could give a girl 103 orgasms in the span of an hour and they will still leave you. They will still cheat on you. Because a woman's needs are not completely fulfilled by orgasms. They want love. They need love. They need acceptance. They need care. And if you're a guy, don't try and act like you don't need those things either. Because you do. I uh, am very lucky. And I think that it helps tremendously with my utter addiction to all things sexual. Because I think... The reason I want that, I want to give that pleasure and experience that pleasure with women is because it makes me feel like I'm doing something for them. It makes me feel like I'm actually accomplishing something. And 
the fact that they can still leave you after that, that they can still cheat on you after that, the fact that that's not good enough, illustrates to you that the, for a woman, there are far more things in a relationship that are, in a romantic relationship that are important than uh, sex. This is why women, you can stand to be with a guy who doesn't ever really make you come. This is why, women, you can stand to be in a relationship with a guy who has never made you come during sex. Only during oral. Or you've only came when you've made it happen for yourself. I, I'm very lucky that, in spite of my sexual addiction, I have a girl, I have a wife, I have a, a life partner who not only likes to have sex a lot, but will pretty much have sex with me anytime I want to. And it, when, when she does have sex with me, when it's just me that wants to, it's not one of those situations where it's like, all right, just go ahead and finish and I'll just, I'll lay here until you, you just do what you need to do till you're finished. Ah, oh, that kind of hurt, but all right, go, ah, oh, that kind of hurts, but go ahead. I'm just, I'm here for you, baby. Cause I love you. I hate that. I hate when girls do that. Because I actually want to be pleasuring you. So I'm lucky in, in the fact that I have a girl that pretty much does it with me whenever I want to. To the extent that in the rare case that she doesn't, I'll just take the loss. I'll just take the loss and either go jack off in the other room or, or, or not jack off and just... Or just not jack off and wait till tomorrow. You know, it's not a big deal. I'm lucky that I have that. And I'm lucky that regardless of whether she wants to have sex or not, when we have sex, she comes. She comes. And she comes anywhere from three or four times to a dozen times, depending on how, how much I want to do. I'm very lucky because if, if, if I had a girl that, you know, came once a week and it was only one time, you know, I, I wouldn't be as happy as I am. It would be a lot harder to be faithful and maintain myself sexually. So I'm very lucky that I have that. But, you know, not all girls are like most girls are not like that. It's just guys, you got to girls are just not they're not going to be the same as you. They're not going to ever. It's never, never going to happen. And ladies, so that was the part for men, but this is the part for the ladies. And ladies, if you've ever experienced that, that nagging of a man to have sex when you simply don't feel like it, that means that sex doesn't mean the same thing for you as it does for us. And some of you women out there may be going, well, duh, of course it doesn't. Argue. But you got to understand, there are some girls that, that, that don't think that. There are some radical... Uh, quote unquote feminist girls out there who don't who refuse to believe that that's true they want to have this ideal that men and women are equal sexually in their desires and they're not so ladies if that's the case then sex does not mean the same thing for a guy that it does for you and this is a very big point I'm trying to get around to right here ladies so I hope you're listening closely 
If that's the case, then it means that sex does not mean the same thing to you as it does to a guy. Are we agreed upon that? Are we... Do we agree upon that? Because if we do, it means that, ladies, you shouldn't get as upset as you do when a guy cheats on you. <laughs> now we're about to have some fun, aren't we? That's right, ladies. If sex doesn't mean the same for a guy as it does for you, if a guy's physical and biological demand for sex is constant and extreme and yours is not, then that means you shouldn't get as upset when a guy cheats on you or wants to cheat on you. Because it means that the guy is simply fulfilling a basic physical need. A basic physical need that you are not interested in fulfilling. And that's okay. Before you get mad, it's okay. I'm not saying you should have to fulfill every sexual need of the guy you're with, ladies. I'm saying you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. If you don't feel like it, then you shouldn't have to. This isn't a fucking, you know, communist country. This isn't that you're not slaves. If you don't feel like having sex, women, you shouldn't have to. But you got to understand that for a guy, sex is completely different. You, you have the ability to look at sex and go, hmm, I don't really feel like that right now. I think I've got some other things that are more important to do. And you can do those other things that are more important and still concentrate. But you have to understand that as a guy, we cannot do that. We simply cannot do that. It is not possible. And this is, once again, most guys. This is not all guys. So... If you don't feel like doing it, but he just needs to, or he can't function, masturbation is not a viable option. You know why? Because masturbation is pathetic, and it's not, it's, it's us with our hand coming. It's not, it's not what, what we're trying to fulfill. It's not what we're actually feeling. It's not the, the human physical desire that we have. Because it's not just about coming. So, I don't think that there's anything wrong with if the girl, if you don't feel like it, and the guy needs that to concentrate, then I don't understand what is wrong with him uh, using the services of someone like a like a <laughs> like a prostitute. To fulfill those physical needs. I'm not saying that this is something I would do right now. Um, I don't. I, it's not something I would do right now if my wife was okay with it. Because as I've just explained, 
I get it pretty much any time that I want. So often that the times that she just doesn't feel like it, I mean, I let it go. I can be strong-willed enough to let that go. Sometimes I get really upset about it, but I can be strong-willed enough to let that go. Because, you know, I still get laid four or five times a week and I have consistently her and I have consistently been that way for six years we our honeymoon phase didn't never really stop it just it just keeps going we feel differently about sex she feels differently about it but it just keeps going there's no end so ladies if you know that you don't feel the same way about sex as men do if you know that sex is not the same thing for you as a man do, as a man, uh, as it is for a man, if you know that you can say no and still function when a man can't, and you should know that from all the times you've had to tell a man no, then there should be nothing wrong with him going and getting that from someone else. Because here's the deal. Because a man is like that, a man can very easily have sex with someone and it mean absolutely nothing. I know that sounds sociopathic and, and crazy, but listen, when you have this ultimate desire constantly to physically fuck something. It doesn't have to be someone that you love. It doesn't have to be someone that you care for deeply. As a matter of fact, you can literally care for and love one girl your entire life that is just amazing and absolutely care for her and still have sex with some girl on the side that you just have sex with and it it's fine. That doesn't that doesn't bother a guy. It's very easy for a guy to do that. Where it gets dangerous and where I think it is unacceptable is when a guy starts a relationship with someone else. There were certain times when I cheated on the people that I was with and I started another relationship with someone else. And I felt even worse about that than I did when I just slept with someone else. You know, I know there's some psychologists that say that a guy never cheats because he doesn't get it enough. But that's that's not true. Sometimes if, if a guy had the option, I can tell you right now, if it was completely acceptable for a guy like it was before 60 years ago, because this idea that we have of being with one person sexually for the rest of your life just started 60 years ago. I don't know if you understand that, but the, the entire span of human existence has only been a minute, a minute in the, in the landscape of all of existence but the time in which it's been a thing for one man and one woman to be together and only have sex with each other for the rest of their lives has only existed for a fraction of a second in the hours that is human existence you, you have to understand that and if that's the case if it was totally acceptable 
for a guy um, to have a girl that he just had sex with. You have to understand that would be hard for that girl too. But if she was like, you know, a prostitute, then it, it would be a little bit easier because it's a business to her. Because the guy just shows up, has sex with her, and then leaves. She doesn't have to have any romantic feelings towards him, and he doesn't have to have any romantic feelings towards her. I think if that was a normal, acceptable thing, it would happen all the time. It would be a normal thing. And ladies, I know you're horribly offended right now and horribly upset because to you, when a guy cheats, when a guy goes off and has sex with someone else, it is a complete and total betrayal of everything that he has with you. A complete and total betrayal. I understand that. Believe me, I totally understand why you don't like it. Because... It's the same reason I wouldn't like it if that happened to me. Okay? But can 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 we come to the agreement that sex is different for a guy than it is for a girl? We've we've already talked about that. I've already illustrated to you why that is so, and if you agreed with me, if you believe that is so, then why can you not see that cheating for a guy is also different than cheating would be for a girl. Because if sex is different, if sex means something different, then cheating means something different as well. And if a guy just is fulfilling a inert or innate, sorry, innate physical need like brushing his teeth or eating, then why does it matter who cooks the food? Because the guy, if the guy still loves you and the guy still loves only you and still cares about only you and still wants to be with only you for the rest of his life, then what does a single vagina that's not yours when he desperately needs it and you just don't feel like it? What is wrong with that? Why is that so awful? Because it's because the important thing in a relationship, the, the thing that keeps you guys together forever is your love. It's your love. It's your caring. It's your responsibilities towards each other. And I, I'm here to tell you right now, ladies, that a guy can love you madly and care about you and only want to be with you for the rest of his entire life and think you are an amazing, wonderful person and still be able to put his penis in another girl's vagina. And it wouldn't mean a thing. He could, he could put his penis in another girl's vagina and it wouldn't matter a bit. It wouldn't. Because to you, it would be the equivalent of masturbating. It really would. Um, and I laugh at my wife sometimes because she wouldn't mind if I watched um, some other... I could watch a million other girls getting pounded by a cock and imagine that it's my cock and jack off in my room. And she's fine with that, 100%. I could buy a sex toy that feels and looks like a real vagina and fuck that with my dick and she's fine with it. I could buy 
a life-size female replica doll that has a fake vagina and the doll looks like a woman who's more attractive than her, who's more physically appealing than her and has a fake vagina and I could fuck that when she doesn't feel like doing it and she might laugh at me because it would be kind of weird but she'd be okay with it. But the thing is I laugh at that logic because what is the difference between that and a real vagina? Obviously, you know, it's not a real vagina. It's made of rubber and stuff. But as far as the act of penetration and sex, what is the difference between me penetrating this fake thing and this real thing? Because I'm doing it for the same reasons. I'm getting the same... Um, reaction and the same effect I, I don't understand why there's that much of a difference if if, I, if I'm having sex with a real girl I don't love her as much I don't care about her as much I don't want to be with her listen there's a lot of girls that are sexy and attractive that I wouldn't mind having sex with because they're attractive and, and stuff like that. But I don't want to be with them. They're fucking annoying. And their personality is not compatible at all with mine. I'm just saying. If men are different. Sexually. Women. If they feel differently about sex. And they need it far more than you do. Then what is wrong with them having a person. Designated as the thing that they can have sex with when you're not when you don't want to I don't want to make you have sex luckily luckily one of the greatest uh, repercussions of me having sex with as many people as I've had sex with as many girls as I've had sex with uh, is that I've had sex with just about every type of girl there is um, with just about every body type there is. Um, and I've seen lots of porn and seen every type of girl nude. So there, it's not really exciting to me um, to have sex with some really hot girl. It's just not because I've had sex with really hot girls and the sex wasn't great. I've had sex with really hot girls and the sex was great. I've had sex with ugly girls and the sex wasn't great. I've had sex with ugly girls and the sex was awesome. I just, it doesn't, a girl being hot and physically attractive doesn't mean the sex is going to be great. It doesn't mean it's even going to be fun. It could end up being very awkward. So luckily for me, uh, I feel that I am intelligent enough and logical enough to understand that if I've already had everything that I possibly could want physically, something else like that that's new is not going to make that much of a difference. You know, I have the girl I want forever, and she gives it to me pretty much any time that I want. And she enjoys it every single time because she has this strange ability to... Um, be able to be turned on and then once she's able to be turned on she can she has this unique ability uh, to be able to be turned on at any time 24 7 
And once that happens, she can fully experience the repercussions. And that to me is more <laughs> amazing than any than the looks or body of any girl. So, you know, luckily, um, I am intelligent enough to understand why I don't need those things. But that doesn't mean that other men shouldn't have the ability to have a woman that is a designated that they even pay. Hey, you know, if you're going to be that side woman, you might as well make some money off of it. It's only fair. Look, all I'm saying, ladies, is that you can't expect another person to follow the same exact rules as you do, to hold themselves to the same standard you do on a subject when that particular subject has a completely different meaning to them than it does to you. It's not fair. It's literally not fair. It's not a double standard. It's just that men have a different definition of that than you do. And if they have a different definition, then they shouldn't have to follow the same rules about it as you do. If two different sides don't have the same equal definition of something, then the way to make them equal is to let both of them follow their own rules on that particular subject. That's equality. Anyway, let's move along. Let's move along, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry if I've offended any ladies out there. Um, I mean, I discussed this with my wife the other day. And she started to get a little upset because uh, the idea of me cheating on her again hurt her feelings. And I understand it. I understand how, 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 it, how you feel about it, ladies. I do. Because, um, uh, you know, it feels like betrayal. It feels like uh, you're betraying uh, the other person. I, I I know some of you ladies who are a little more bold are going to say, well, does that mean we have uh, that we can that we can be with someone else too? Does that mean we can cheat with someone else too? And my answer to that is, well, again, sex does not have the same definition for you that it does for us. So uh, theoretically, there shouldn't be a circumstance when you would need to be fulfilled sexually when you would want sex. But that would be a stupid answer because I understand that women are not uh, sexually pleased by the same things guys are. The rules are different. The standards for what works and doesn't are different. And I'm smart enough to understand that a woman needs something else physically during a sexual interaction to be pleasured and to be fulfilled and to come. I understand that because I'm fair and I'm logical. And I will say that if you are not 
being fulfilled sexually by the guy you are with, but you still love him and think he's amazing and want to be with him and only him for the rest of your life, then yes, you should have a male prostitute on the side. You should be able to have a male prostitute on the side that gives you, oh, sorry, that fulfills you sexually and satisfies you sexually to completion. That's right, guys. That's right. When you don't do your job, that job still needs to be done. So, sorry, not sorry. And if you're a guy out there and you're not making your significant other female come, well, okay. If you're a guy and you're not making your significant other period uh, come, if you're not satisfying them sexually completely, then shame on you. Shame on you. Ladies, if you're in a relationship where the guy you're with has never made you come, <laughs> oh, I I am sorry. I am sorry. That that relationship uh, is definitely missing something. And if you're a guy who who's not getting it done in the bedroom, you are pathetic. You really are. You need to learn how to take care of business. You shouldn't be ashamed of your sexuality or you shouldn't be ashamed of uh, talking about your sexuality or things that are sexual. But if you're not getting it done, you should be ashamed of yourself, men. Because ladies have it. I mean, come on, ladies have it way easier than we do. A guy, a guy coming is not that difficult. It's not that difficult. You usually just need to blow him or put your pussy on his dick. It's not that hard for us. But for them, it's a little more complicated. It takes a little more finesse. It takes a little more uh, skill. And if you can't do that, then you're pathetic. I'm sorry, but you are. All right, let's move on. Let's move along, folks, to our second subject of the day uh, at only an hour and 18 minutes of the podcast. Watch out. We are just blazing through this podcast today, folks. Uh, see, ladies, that's what you need to understand, women, is I'm, I'm, I'm fair to both, okay? If the guy can have a little side person that fulfills uh, their basic need, their basic physical sexual need, uh, then you should be able to as well. And if that makes your guy feel like shit, then he needs to fucking get over it. Because if he wants to have one on the side, anyway, let's move along. <clears throat> My second subject today is this idea of Southern pride. I, um, I, <clears throat> 
saw a news story the other day where the governor of New Orleans um, removed all of these uh, Confederate statues, including one of uh, General uh, General E. Lee, uh, Robert E. Lee, from from the town. He took away all of the the old Confederate statues away from the city of New Orleans, including a statue of General Robert E. Lee. And uh, I posted it on my Facebook because he made some very good points about how um, for anybody who thinks it's okay to have these, for anybody who thinks that these statues are representative of history and important um, then I would ask them to do the simple thing of talking to a 10-year-old black girl and explaining to them why that statue is significant. And I thought that was uh, a fantastic point because, uh, you know, if you're proud of the South and you're proud of the Confederacy and you're proud of all of that, then I'd like to see you explain to a, black, a 10-year-old black girl in 2017 why uh, those statues are good. Because um, if you think they're representative of history, they are representative of history. They're representative of a uh, part of history that is shameful, is what they're representative of. So they are, you're, you're right, they're representative of history. Um, <laughs> you, people from the South have got to understand, and I know this is difficult. I know it's difficult because people from the South are generally conservative and generally Republican and people that are generally conservative and Republican generally want the government to stay out of their business. And I understand that that's admirable. That is not necessarily a bad thing, but I can tell you right now where that comes from. The idea of not wanting the government to interfere is because originally all of you white people that are, that are, um, quote unquote American, all of you white people, especially white people from the South, are originally from England. They're originally from the UK. They're originally from places like Ireland and Scotland. And places like Ireland and Scotland and Wells were viciously under the control of the monarchy of England, the king of England who ruled them like a, with an iron fist. And so they hated that this government this king would sit there and tell them what they had to and had to not do, and they were at war with them for hundreds of years. So, of course, when they come to this country, they hate the idea of the government interfering too much. Now, again, ah, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing. I don't necessarily want the government interfering in everything I do either. But you have to understand those of you who are from the South who aren't racist. You have to understand that being for the Confederacy and being for the South doesn't just mean that you're for a smaller government, that you're for lower taxes, that you're for blah, 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 all these other political things that Republicans and conservatives are usually for. It it doesn't just mean you're for those things. It also means that you're for the enslavement of black people. It also means that you're for the enslavement of people. <laughs> Don't you understand that? Don't you get that? If I, if I started a charity to feed and clothe all the hungry children around the world, 
But as part of that feeding and clothing, I also made it mandatory that as I was feeding and clothing all of the hungry children around the world, I was also raping their mothers. Uh, I don't think we could support that cause, could we? But but I but I support it because he wants to feed and clothe all the children in the world. I get that, but I also want to rape people, and that's not acceptable. Okay, it doesn't matter that the Confederacy had all of these things that they believed in that were good. They also believed in the enslavement of human beings. I'm sorry, but that is awful and atrocious and not acceptable. And therefore, their entire cause is bad. Sorry, but the Confederacy as a whole is a bad thing. Not only did they believe in the enslavement of human beings, but they were also traitors to the U.S. government. You guys are supposed to be so patriotic. You Southerners are supposed to be so patriotic and for America. Well, then why would you cheer for the Confederacy who betrayed America? Why would you cheer for some small little group that committed treason against America, that were traitors to America? Why would you cheer for that? Just because they were Christian? Well, guess what? There were Christians in the North, too. Is it just because is it just because they wanted a small government and, uh, you know, they wanted lower taxes because they were used to the England uh, imposing all those things? And they had, well, guess what? There's people in the north that don't want that either. OK, I'm a person who wants lower taxes and who thinks the government needs to kind of, you know, back off a little bit. I, I'm all for that as well, folks. But guess what? They also stood for the enslavement of other human beings because they thought those other group of human beings, the black people, were inferior. They thought they weren't real humans. They weren't the same as white people. You know who else thought white people were superior and another race wasn't as good? The Nazis. The Nazis. Okay, does Germany have a whole section of its country that are like, woohoo, Nazis? Yeah, we love the Nazis. I was a, I, I like to wear my Nazi flag around and put it on the back of my pickup truck because, uh, yeah, uh, the Nazis will rise again. It's, it's, it's pitiful and it's pathetic. You can't cheer for the South. I don't care if you're from the South. I'm sorry, but cheering for the South is just ignorant. It just is. I know you hate it when people in the rest of the country call you stupid, but it is ignorant to cheer for a group that once tried to commit tree that well that once did commit treason against the American government. That among other good, that among good things they wanted, also wanted a very terrible thing of enslaving human beings. I'm sorry, but their whole platform is soiled. It is sullied. It is ruined by the fact that they wanted to enslave other human beings because they thought they weren't as good. Germany is not proud 
of World War II and the Nazi movement. People from the South should not be proud of the South, of the Confederacy. And I had a friend on Facebook who said, well, it's only, it's only treason because uh, they lost. It's only treason uh, when you lose. Well, yeah, of course, it is only treason when you lose. But you know what? You lost. So it's treason. Sorry. But the Confederacy was wrong. And believe me, the sadder part is there are a large group of Southerners out there who still believe black people aren't as good as white people and still think that black people are bad and are still very racist. And to those people, I don't know what to tell you. You're hopeless. Uh, you're, you're just hopeless. Um, sorry. <laughs> There's nothing to say to you. <sighs> Listen, folks, when a movement... When a uh, idea uh, has, you know, 10 parts that are good and even just one part that's awful and atrocious, then the whole thing has to be thrown out. I'm sorry, but it does. OK, if 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 you believe in something that has a giant, gaping, atrocious, inhumane flaw in it, then you got to put it down. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with being proud of where you're from. There's nothing wrong with being proud of a rich, lustrous culture. Which brings me, but, you know, if that culture is something awful and atrocious <laughs> involved in it, right in the fucking center of it, then uh, throw it out. Also, to those who drive around with those confederate quote-unquote confederate flags taped to the back of their truck i don't know how many times i have to fucking tell you people if you live in oklahoma and you're from oklahoma you shouldn't have a confederate flag period because guess what oklahoma isn't the fucking south you goddamn moron oklahoma is not the south oklahoma is not the south oklahoma is not the south Oklahoma is the Midwest. Oklahoma did not exist when the Civil War happened. It was Indian Territory. It was a godforsaken piece of shit land that nobody wanted to live on, so they gave it to the fucking Native Americans. Oklahoma is not even the armpit of America. It's the fucking butt crack. It's the sweat laden, dirty, shit caked butt crack of the United States of America. So if you are from Oklahoma, you better put your fucking Confederate flag away. Because number one, that's not even the flag of the Confederacy. That's not what a Confederate flag looks like. A Confederate flag looks very similar to Texas's flag because the flag of the Confederacy, the official flag of the fucking Confederacy, was not the stars and bars, you fucking moron. It was a flag that looked almost identical to the Texas flag. That's number one. Number two, you don't live in the South. You live in Oklahoma. So fuck off. 
I know you desperately wish that you were the South, but you're not. You're the South's dumb, inbred, redneck, ignorant ass fucking step cousin. You're not the South. And number three, that stars and bars flag. Well, God damn it. That's not even a, that's the flag of like the militia of Western Kentucky or some shit like that of Northern Tennessee. There were two flags. One was a perfect square and had the stars and bars. And one was a perfect rectangle that had the stars and bars. And neither one of them were representative of the Confederacy. They were representative of a specific army from a specific region like Northern Tennessee and Western Kentucky. They, so unless you're from those actual regions, put away that fucking flag. Cause that was not the Confederate flag. It was a battle flag of a specific army. Jesus Christ. You fucking people are fucking dumb. And to try to even try and defend the Confederacy to sit there and try and defend the fucking confederacy like well you know uh, hey they believed in uh, they believed in a limited government and lower taxes and I don't think those are bad things well they aren't but you know what is trying to enslave black folks trying to make black folks slaves so you can march them around and make them do whatever you want so you can beat them with a whip when they ain't doing shit right Dear God, you fucking... How stupid do you have to be? It doesn't fucking matter. They tried to enslave black people. Jesus Christ. It's okay to have pride in your culture, especially if you have a rich and lustrous culture, as I said. But that brings me to my next point and the third topic of the podcast which is the American culture. If you're going to have pride in, uh, you know, your culture and all of that, um, maybe you should just have pride in America. Oh, wait, that's right. America doesn't have a culture. America has no culture, ladies and gentlemen. So, those of you who run around and act like you're proud to be American, guess what? You can't really be proud to be American because in order to be pr proud of your culture, you have to have a culture. America does not have a culture. America has a history, which has only existed for what? 200 years, maybe? A little over 200 years we have a history but we don't have a culture because our culture quote unquote is filled with a bunch of things that we stole from other cultures what about cowboys the american west that's a great culture we have isn't it joel no it's not because the idea of cowboys is not a white American West frontier ideal. The idea of the cowboy is Mexican and cowboys were Mexican. They were Mexican cow herders 
and the whole style of being a cowboy with the hat and the vest and the denim shirt and the jeans and the belt and the boots and with the spurs and the big belt buckle and all that horse shit. That's Mexican, fucko. So all of you cowboys out there who are white and participate in rodeos and act like it's just the great old grand old white thing to be a cowboy, I'll tell you what, let me go put on my boots and my cowboy hat. Guess what? That's Mexican. Yeah, that's right. That group of people who live, you know, just a little bit south of us on the same piece of land, but we insist that they're from another piece of land um, and we hate them and we want to build a wall to keep them out. They're the ones that invented cowboys. Yeah. So you're copying you're copying a bunch of brown-skinned Mexicans is what you're doing. How about that? The only thing that we have in America that actually seems American is rock and roll. But guess what? We stole that from the blues, which is black people. Black people invented that. You know why? Because black people are cooler than white people. <laughs> That's why. Because black people are more hip and cool and fun and do cooler shit and actually have a culture. White people don't have a culture. And since America is generally white, America doesn't have a culture either. I'm sorry, white people, but you don't have a culture and that's why you're no fun. Okay? You don't have a culture, white people, which is why when you dress up as a Native American and you wear your little Pocahontas outfit that looks like a really sexy Indian and you wear it for Halloween, it's not appropriate. That's why, you stupid fuck. It's because you don't have a culture and you're trying to wear something that is representative of another culture, of another group of people that actually have a fucking culture that is rich and lustrous when you don't have a fucking culture. You have a history. And that history is we as white people constantly go to other places and butt fuck them and rape them and steal everything they have and make it ours and try and act like it's our culture when it's not because you don't have a fucking culture. Now, to be fair, Irish people have a culture, uh, you know, Scottish people have a culture. Uh, French people have a culture, uh, Italians have a culture, uh, Nordic people have a culture, a very rich, lustrous culture, uh, but they still all celebrate their cultures in their country. Okay? You fucking white people that came here and gave up all your culture and decided to be American, guess what? You don't have a culture. You're fucking white. That's why it's so hard for you to understand why it's weird that you would do things that minorities do and act like it's cool, but we all, as minorities, go, eh, that's not cool, that's offensive. The reason why it's offensive is because you don't have a culture. And because you don't have a culture, you're missing something as a human being. You're missing this innate thing that all humans should have in existence, which is a culture, which is a sense of origin of where they come from. You don't have any of that because you spent too much time throughout history destroying every other culture around you and taking the parts of it you liked and keeping it and taking the parts of it you didn't understand and burning it. 
So because you did that as a entire group of people, you're not allowed to take from our cultures now those of us who still held on to their culture for hundreds and thousands of years, you're not allowed to steal that from us and act like it's all cool if you do it. Hey, it's all cool, you guys. We're just gonna we're just gonna borrow this stuff from your culture that we think is cool. Never mind the stuff that we don't think is cool or understand. We're just gonna take the stuff that you can't be proud, ladies and gentlemen, of the American culture because we don't have a culture. We have a group of things that we stole. I don't know if you understand this, white people from the South, but the audacity of you to say that you want a wall built to keep out Mexicans, the audacity, the balls of you motherfuckers to, to, to sit there and say, we don't want foreigners from another country getting into our country. We don't want immigrants getting into our country because they're rapists and murderers. Well, you know what? You're a fucking immigrant. Unless you're Native American, unless you're fucking Native American, you're a fucking immigrant. Your family came here from somewhere else. And guess what? When you came here, you know what you did? You raped and murdered. So fucking get over yourself. You're an immigrant too. So is everyone else. Donald Trump is a fucking immigrant. His wife is literally an immigrant. He is like a second generation American because his grandparents were fucking immigrants who came here from another country. If you have light skin, guess what? You're a fucking immigrant. You're not American. There's no such thing as American. American doesn't exist. We shouldn't be proud of, of the American culture. We should be ashamed of the American culture. We should be ashamed that we're from America. I mean, think about the things that America has that no, no other place, no other country has. You know, like super expensive health care and super expensive education. I mean, do you realize that America doesn't lead in anything? Okay, well, I mean, I guess we are first place in, in how expensive our health care is. Our, our health care is more expensive than any other country. So that's, that's true. Uh, it's so expensive here that it's like four times more expensive than the person who's even in second place. Uh, you know, so, I mean, we do lead in how expensive our health care is and how expensive uh, our education is. Uh, I mean, but nothing else that's of importance do we actually lead in. Like, for example, uh, IQ. We don't lead in that. We don't lead in having the smartest people in the world. That would be like fucking China or something. We don't lead in having the happiest people in the world. Uh, that would be fucking Denmark. We don't, we, don't, we don't lead in having the healthiest people in the world. That would uh, also uh, be Denmark. We shouldn't be proud of being American. And I know some of you are saying, well, why don't you leave then, Joel? If you don't like America, then why don't you just fucking leave then? Why don't you just get out of this country, you goddamn traitor? First of all, hick accent, I'll tell you the fucking traitor is the Confederacy, you piece of shit. 
You want to talk about traitors? You want to talk about fucking treason? Why don't we talk about the South where you're from? Dear God. Those of you who are saying, why don't I fucking leave? Believe me, I'd love to. I'd love to in a second. You know where I'd move? I'd probably move to Europe where they're all socialists. Ooh, socialists, watch out. If you're just joining us, this is Assault and Flattery, and uh, we are having a jolly good time. Um, believe me, if I could leave America, folks, I would. I, I, I would rather live in Canada than live in America. I'd rather live in fucking Scotland or uh, Ireland or uh, maybe even England. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but I'd probably prefer to live in the Nordic regions because uh, it's very nice and beautiful. They seem to run things very logically, and they seem to have their shit together better than... Um, basically every other country so america is by no definition ladies and gentlemen the best country in the world it's far far from it we for some reason in america seem to be the only country in existence that is like oh oh you guys want to do something smart and logical oh okay cool yeah that's probably that's probably a good idea are, are we going to do it? Oh, fuck no. We ain't doing that. Uh, we don't do that shit. We don't do smart, logical shit. We do whatever the fuck we feel like doing. You know why? Because we're America. We're fucking America. And long time ago, we decided that fuck you, we're America. So that's what we're going to do. That's why I loved Donald Trump's whole campaign thing of make America great again. Um, because uh, guess what? America was never great in the first place. It's never been great. Ever. America. America is like the fucking annoying younger brother of the rest of the world. That is like... It's the annoying stepbrother. It's like you're not even related to him. You don't even really like him, but he's just a fucking dickbag all the time and ruins everything. You have friends over and he'll run in the room naked and be like, ah, look at my bit, look at my dick, <laughs> and then run out. And you're just like, oh, Jesus, America. And your friends are like, why does your little brother, your little stepbrother America always have to come around? I don't know. He's a fucking moron. I don't know. My, my, my fucking mom married his dad. I don't know. <sighs> Jesus Christ, America. Go put some fucking clothes on. That's America, folks. For some reason, every other civilized country in the world understands the idea of how it's important for everyone to have access to health care. How it's a natural human right that if we have the ability that everyone in the country should have access to health care anytime they need it. Because it's important to be healthy. But for some reason in America, we've decided to make health a business. We've decided to make education which should be something that everybody should be able to get because education makes the entire country smarter which makes the entire country better because our leaders become better at deciding how to do things because logic is very important. But fuck that. In America, education is a business. 
because in America, everything is a business because capitalism, fuck everyone else, America. Do you realize that America is so pathetic and backwards and stupid that we make art a profit? Can you believe that? We make a profit. We tried to turn something like art, something abstract and art that's supposed to uh, that's supposed to be about the the artist and the philosophical growth of the artist and the the philosophical growth and raising up of mankind to understand existence and understand a greater level of our own existence we took something as beautiful and amazing as that which is art and made it uh, it's about money now i mean uh how much money did, did the new fast and furious make oh it made that money all right well you know that's about I'll tell you what that's what we're here to do art nothing more artistic than fast and furious i'll tell you what we're so dumb in America that we've confused art with entertainment and slapped a dollar sign on it. Just like we've slapped a dollar sign on everything because capitalism is so amazing and wonderful when in reality it's not. It ruins everything because it makes everything corrupt. Because we all know that we're all obsessed with money and that money is the one great human flaw that can sit there and make all of us crumble. That can make all of us do anything for it so once we make money the most important thing it corrupts everything everything in america is corrupt everything now certainly there are countries that are worse than us don't get me wrong there are plenty of them but we should be better than this so you can't be proud of American culture, folks, because America doesn't have a culture. America has history, and it's a bad history. <sighs> anyway, I think that's probably my time, folks. So today was a downer episode, ladies and gentlemen. Today was, a, was an episode that was a bit controversial. But that's okay, because that's what I'm here for, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to tell the truth and to be real for all of you. Anyway, I guess we'll talk next time. Maybe we'll have a more interesting subject, or maybe we'll have a more common enemy that we can all get behind, right? Until then, folks, realize that reality is an illusion. Both metaphorically and literally, reality is an illusion. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. You guys have a good time, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Channel 4.5 Productions presents Assault and Flattery with Joel Dameron. Or hipster glasses. I see all the black players wear at NBA press conferences, which are ironically also worn by preppy white girls on Facebook. I will never wear you or let you touch my face or even graze my skin. But it's not because I'm an elitist douchebag. It's because you make your wearers look ridiculous. Dear gay man. Who